and he asks, How many of you believe that I can carry somebody across the Niagara Falls? The crowd cheers and says, Yes, you can do it. We've seen you do it so many ways. You can accomplish this feat. Pointing to the wheelbarrow, Blondin asks the crowd, Who will get inside? You're listening to Eden's Conflict, a podcast dedicated to helping you leverage the words of Scripture as you unlock the powers of the Bible that you might experience a more full and complete walk with God. Welcome, dear listeners, to another edition of Eden's Conflict. I am your host, Jai, and today we are going to continue our exploration of the Bible. This subject that we're covering today, I've covered indirectly a couple times. But no matter how much I seem to study it, I can't get enough of this topic. Today we're going to be talking about the story of faith, looking at some practical examples. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. James 2 verse 18 Have you ever stopped and wondered, what exactly is faith? Can faith be measured or quantified on a scale? Is there a spiritual totem pole by which God is holding up against every person? Kind of like the measurement to get on a carnival ride. You have to pass a certain height to qualify as having faith, and anything below that just doesn't quite count. And more importantly, what is the moment in which we have faith? The disciples who were with Christ were performing miracles in which they were casting out demons and healing the sick. And yet time and time again, we find them without faith, doubting Christ. Perhaps you say, faith is the moment that we accept that the Bible is true. Or maybe faith is when we believe that God is wiser than me, and for that reason I don't have to worry about life because I know that all things are within His power. Or maybe it's saying, faith is the fact that Christ's righteousness covers my sins. And I think all of these would be right. But what is the moment in which you know you have faith? Allow me to paint a picture from a fairly old story. Imagine the year is 1859, and a man by the name of Charles Blondin has decided to be the first person to tightrope across the Niagara Falls River from the U.S. to Canada. Now, Blondin in his day did not want to be known as just a tightrope walker. No, Blondin had it in his mind that he was going to be known as the best to wow and ooh the audiences in ways they had never seen before. So not only does Blondin decide to walk across the Niagara Falls multiple times, he does it each time in different and unique ways. At one point, he goes across in a potato sack. In another, he does it on stilts. And still another time, he carries a small portable cooking stove and cooks an omelette in the middle of his walk. 
Now, on July 15th, Blondin decides, I need to raise the stakes even higher. So, he decides to walk across the tightrope backwards. The crowd is amazed at this man's ability, the faith and confidence he has in his technical skill to be able to go across a distance not small by any means. But to do it backwards? It's already confusing enough sometimes to walk a straight line when you're looking forwards. Coming back, Blondin decides to bring a wheelbarrow with him, and the, the crowd is amazed even more. And when he gets back to the other side, the crowd is cheering on this man, and he asks, How many of you believe that I can carry somebody across the Niagara Falls? The crowd cheers and says, Yes, you can do it. We've seen you do it so many ways. You can accomplish this feat. Pointing to the wheelbarrow, Blondin asks the crowd, Then who will get inside? Despite all of the praise, glory, and confessions of faith, not a single person volunteered. Our walk with God is a lot like this story. You see, it's easy to be a spectator in the world of faith, to watch people go up on stage or to read about miracle healings in other countries and to cheer them on, to say that is an amazing work that God is doing through you in whatever field or mission that person is involved in. But the moment in which we are given the opportunity to sit in the wheelbarrow that Christ is carrying, many of us back away in silence. See, faith is more than an acknowledgement of God. It's not about praising Him when life is good, but about staying true to our beliefs. When a loved one we care about is diagnosed with cancer, when someone in a relationship rejects us, when our job calls us and says, we thank you for your service, but your assistance is no longer required. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 and 9. Faith is formed under pressure. Let us remember that the success of our faith does not rely solely on our own capabilities but in what God accomplishes through our abilities. See, God yearns to empower us, both in spiritual and temporal matters, to hone our intellect, to impart tact and skill for all who come to Him asking for these things in order that they might be more faithful in spreading the love of Christ. He will never turn them away. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. James 1 verse 5 As we grow in our understanding of who God is, and we begin to emulate His nature and character, our faith will grow also. Our wisdom will begin to expand in ways we did not understand or know were possible. Take, for example, 
the story of Joseph. Joseph, a young man, when he is sold into slavery, from what has been a very, maybe not luxurious, but taking care of life, is now faced with a choice. Does he submit to his captives and give up on his belief in God? He is eventually faced with a temptation. Potiphar's wife begins to present herself to him. And one could argue he deserved. After all, he took care of the house. His master didn't even need to worry about anything. And he was unjustly treated, unfairly put into slavery. Is he not deserving of this reward? See, faith also is seen not only in trials of hardship, but in moments of temptation. When the opportunity to reach out and take that which we have no right to presents itself before us, that is another way in which God reveals the soul of our innermost being to see where our faith and loyalties lie. Eden's tales echo truths old and new, guiding hearts towards faith's steady light. Have you considered how many souls, just like you, might find solace and inspiration in stories that urge the practical embrace of the Bible? At Eden's Conflict, our mission is to bring to light the enduring lessons and wisdom of Scripture, making them more accessible for the modern believer. So, why not share our podcast with a fellow seeker and help to welcome them into our community of faith-filled listeners? And as you do, it would bless our journey if you left a heartfelt review. Thank you. Yet, while... Resisting the temptation on the surface may have seemed like a negative thing because Joseph eventually ends up in prison for a crime he does not commit. God does not abandon him. And if anything, Joseph's faith inevitably leads him to a position of power and authority that he never would have imagined with a life free from the burden that he once had to carry because he faithfully carried the burden of integrity and faith to God. Our faith, when intertwined with genuine surrender and belief, will bring about such a remarkable transformation that the world will look on in wonder and amazement. True faith in God has the power to broaden our minds, expand our perspectives, As we align ourselves with God, we begin to unlock boundless possibilities and endless comprehension. See, faith is more than just a feeling. It is not a sensation of a presence, but it is a belief in God's promises before they are even materialized. It is like casting an anchor into the future and holding on to it with all that we have, trusting that God will lead us to the point of salvation. 
Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Mark 11 verse 24 This dynamic, living faith will penetrate the darkest clouds that this world can cover us in. It will pierce through confusion and offer a guidance that no gloom, no trial, no test will ever be able to shake. True faith rests in God's promises as if they are already existent and real. And only those who believe on that level will actually see those promises revealed. Faith is a surrendering to sit in the wheelbarrow above a raging river on a tightrope. You may feel uncomfortable, but your destination, your trust, is not in the wheelbarrow or the rope, but in the one who is behind you, who is pushing you across. That is what I believe faith truly is. And if this is your desire, then I invite you to pray with me. Father in heaven, Lord, give us this faith that comes from conviction of your words. Give us an attitude and mindset that is willing to surrender our trust in whatever situations of life we feel scared or helpless in so that the world around us may begin to see a transformation of character, and that through that they will begin seeking Christ and a heart that lives in a way that says, He is real to me. Thank you, Father, for hearing this prayer and for giving us the example of faith through the gift of your Son, in whose name we pray. Amen. As we conclude today's episode, I challenge you once more, Trust in God to guide you across life's perilous tightropes, the moments where you feel unbalanced and uncertain. And if you find yourself in these situations by your own choices, then turn to God and surrender. Re-establish the confidence in Him so that He might lead you back to the path of the straight and narrow. And as you live out this life experience, let your life be one that others may spectate and learn to take their own steps of faith. Until next time, take care, God bless, and remember, the words of Scripture are yours to claim, if only you would believe them. Are you ready for an epic spiritual showdown? With Eden's Conflict, it's more than just a game. It's an adventure in faith and strategy that brings biblical narratives to life. Crafted with stunning artwork and meticulous design, Eden's Conflict is a thrilling strategy card game that'll challenge your mind and engage your spirit. Pre-sales are now open. 
Be one of the first to experience the exhilarating journey through this divine battlefield. Visit EdensConflict.com and secure your pre-order today. Embark on a mission where faith meets fun and prepare for a gaming experience like no other. Eden's Conflict, where every game is a new adventure in the Word of God.